Please leave me a rating and a review. And we also have a Patreon.com, patreon.com slash your eulogy. This is a website to collect money for things that don't make money, such as this podcast. So hit up Patreon and support your eulogy if you like. Thank you very much. Cool. Yeah. Oh, oh hey, what are, you, what are you in the Guinness Book for? Five ball walls swallowing a sword? Let's see. Yeah, it's most technically I'm tied for it though, so I share the world record with with uh, Space Cowboy. When you see a street performer juggling or playing music or whatever, you may wonder, what's their life like? Are they actually a human? Well, they are, and one of them is one of my great friends, Luther Bangert. He's a professional juggler, street performer, sword swallower, and how many digits did you memorize pi up to? I've I think it was between 200 and 250. And he's a pi savant. He memorized pi, you know, that crazy number 3.14 blah 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 years ago. But since I'm such a great friend, I decided to put him on the spot and see how much he remembered now. Well, let's see. 3.14159265589792238284. Yep, I don't have that next part. 84. Uh, 846. Yep. 846. Yep. Okay, wait. Now let me start over. 3.14159265589792238. Uh, 846.26. Yep. 7A? <laughs> no, 43. Uh, all right, all right. Well, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great interview. Luther's a lovely wonderful person. I hope you like it. Here's the theme song. my introduction. <clears throat> Luther Bangert is one of my best friends, and if you decide... Whoa. All right, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Luther Bangert got is one of... Got off to a good start there. Okay, we, we got it. Uh, well, I, 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 just, I just whipped this out. Okay, or kicked it out. I'm not sure All what right. the phrase is. Luther Banger is one of my best friends, and if you decided to be someone's friend based on all the cool stuff they did, then he'd be one of yours as well. He's in the Guinness Book of World <laughs> Records for most balls juggled while swallowing a sword, in which he's, uh, he's, he has that record tied with Space Cowboy. He isn't tied for coolest name. I think Space Cowboy <laughs> beat him in that. He, <laughs> Speaking of swallowing, freshman year of college, he swallowed a quarter to prove to us that he had done it before, and then he did it again <laughs> to prove it to another friend who simply wasn't present the first time. And that third time he swallowed it, it got stuck in his stomach, and he almost had to go into surgery. He has traveled the world <laughs> and street performed in Australia, Italy, and more European countries, and he has toured in an Indian circus called the Great Bombay Circus. Now he busks in New York City. For six months, he only wore black, and I only wore white. It was a beautiful friendship builder. He has memorized the number pi up to 200 to 250 digits. 
why he did that, uh, I still don't know. And he has recently <laughs> participated in a strange off-the-grid residency in Finland that was a month-long residency for juggling, dance, and movement in which you didn't look at the internet, which actually doesn't sound that interesting considering all the crazy stuff preceding it. But most of all, <laughs> he's a wonderful person, and I'm nervous his skills as an orator may not match the shining essence of his soul, and you'll think that I've hyperbolically talked him up. Anyway, as his, <laughs> high, as his high school track coach once called him, I introduce you, Luther, the Big Bang <laughs> Bangert. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> so, um, how does it feel to have your life listed like that? Did it still sound like you, or did it sound like a uh, cartoon version of you? I guess it sounds... Yeah, it sounds like a cartoon version of me. <laughs> Definitely. It sounds like a, the juggler juggler bio, but with some good, good flashbacks to uh, the exciting stuff. You got maybe the dull stuff with the residency there. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty well-rounded, I'd say. Yeah, even your dull stuff is still pretty interesting. One uh, common mm. thread that kind of goes through it all with the street performing, juggling, um, the residencies, stuff like that, is is you have an, an obsessive nature about yourself. Um, this could be also seen in your ability to memorize pi up to um, you know, quite a lot of digits. One story that comes to mind is you told me once when you were, you were riding, I think it was someone else's motorcycle out to Portland, Oregon. Is that right? It uh -huh. wasn't your motorcycle? And uh, I did it twice, but yeah, the, I think the one you're talking about is the second time. <laughs> well, at, at one point you were driving and you said that as the mile markers were going by, you couldn't help yourself, but you would look at it and then calculate the distance to the next city. And so every time you saw one, you would see the number, subtract it by the distance and kind of figure. Um, mm. Yeah. I don't actually remember that specifically, but that's definitely something that, that I do. And then afterwards yeah. you said you looked, <laughs> you looked up what would be the word symptoms, uh, signs of autism. <laughs> Cause you, <laughs> yeah. you saw a bunch of them. Do you remember um, this point in your life? What's that? Do I still do I still wonder about that? Is that what you said? I didn't catch that. Do Do you? Yeah. Well, let's just think about that. Do you think your brain is you are like um, neurally atypical? I don't know. I guess just noticing certain things. Where I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I'm like on some kind of like. Yeah, nearly atypical scale, uh, or just yeah, having certain things that that kind of stand out in my nature with uh, numbers and and rhythm. Yeah, well, because and, uh, a lot of juggling, juggling seems to kind of feed into into that as well. Yeah, and how does it feed into it? Yeah, that made me think about a lot lately with the numbers. Is that last year for an audition that I had. I kind of immersed myself in the mathematical notation for juggling, which I had sort of avoided for, for years. And uh, after getting really into that, I couldn't, it's kind of like, I guess I should explain that. It's like a mathematical notation where it's just strings of numbers that um, 
the notate the heights of the throws for different juggling patterns and uh and yeah some people go really far out on it and that once i started blocking into it i couldn't now when I, I see like an address or any numbers anywhere it's sort of like i tried to they become juggling patterns in my mind like <laughs> anywhere like a phone number oh that's uh, interesting so if, if you see yeah. like a seven di- like a string of seven digits you can it was like oh that if if i had like three balls that would mean that like you know this ball would be this height that height uh exactly or like you can see the the pattern because it's kind of a global thing like if you have seven numbers in a row that's seven different throws and you have to map it out across the uh amount of times it's not yeah it's uh i think of it as like a global thing rather than a linear thing and it's repeating circular thing a pattern so uh, well, so you kind of and you have to see if it's juggleable too. So you add them up. <laughs> there's an equation. You have to add up all the numbers and divide them. And if it's not a whole number, then it's not juggleable. Oh wow, that's really cool. So yeah. Uh, so then that's something that like I just automatically do with certain numbers. You you had a period of sickness or being ill and not as like a euphemism for like you had cancer once, but like literally you had like weird, like you would have nasal infections, you got mono. Yeah. You broke yeah, your foot and <laughs> got mono. That was funny. Yeah. Just a lot of uh, bizarre, uh, bizarre illnesses. You were really sick couple years. when you were at the foot of the Himalayas or you were in the Himalayas, but you still wanted to like, I, I have this image of you walking up the Himalayas with like a really snotty nose. Is is that right? Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. I've had an extremely long history of sinus infections for sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was always kind of a sickly child too. Uh, I think the, the period you're talking about the most though is something that I've definitely come to terms with uh, as that I just treated myself terribly in my uh, college days, especially, or just like, early adulthood and looking back on it it's just like man i just ate terrible food i drank a lot and i smoked a lot of cigarettes and it was a horrible way to treat my body and uh and my spirit wasn't too much you know it was thriving in certain ways but but definitely not uh in really great really great uh setups so yeah yeah, just as soon as some things came into place it's like my that all that all went away, and yeah, looking at it now, I'm like, dang, I just made really bizarre choices. <laughs> I love the, exactly, the joint yeah. paint period um, because it gave me this memory of the doctor just told you to like soak your knees or your feet or something, and so you'd be in the bathroom taking a bath, and <laughs> and I I just like. I don't know. I just loved you. And so I was just, I just wanted to hang out where Luther was. So I would like sit down like on the toilet next to you. And I just remember like, I don't know, we maybe just been like chatting or for some reason I think a book was involved, but every mm-hmm. once in a while you get like yeah. a picture of your life and you see how like you're just a human wanting to be around other humans. <laughs> and that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. That is really beautiful. And those are really beautiful times. Uh, I remember you at that time reading a, a passage that was really beautiful. And I have no idea who 
who it was from. Um, it was a poet, I believe, and it was a like, or just an author, perhaps. I'm not sure, but but anyway, I think it was a poem, and it uh, was about how it was this guy who had like really undiagnosable, terrible pain, and couldn't go walk in the forest with his friends. Yeah, uh, that was. And they went on a walk. Samuel Taylor Col- Coleridge, Coolridge, old British uh-huh. poet who wrote. Um, uh, Kubla Khan, and the poem is called, it starts with a D, and it means like, it's it's a D word for like, um, being really, because he was really sick all the time, and his friends, and his friends were like, like Shelley and Mary Shelley, or, you know, um, oh, yeah. like Byron, and they were all like hiking <laughs> on Mount Blanc or something. The poem is called Dejection, and here's a small, it's called Dejection and Ode, so an ode to dejection, which is Pretty depressing. Here's a small part. My genial spirits fail, and what can these avail to lift the smothering weight from off my breast? It were a vain endeavor, though I should gaze forever on that green light that lingers in the west. I may not hope from outward forms to win the passion and the life whose fountains are within. That was a great poem. And I guess also it's kind of ridiculously fitting right now that I'm wandering around in the woods by myself. Uh, although I'm not with my friends, so I guess it's not a good uh, uh, analogy, metaphor. But I'm on the phone with you, and I'm walking in the woods, you yeah. know, 10 years after that. And I feel like I'm living a healthy, beautiful life. Did you ever yeah, wonder the that same way. when when, mm. when you were in in the Great Bombay Circus? Did you ever wonder like, wow, I put myself here? <laughs> like I'm just, <laughs> you know, you're because you 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 kind of ran out of money and you were making just like a teeny bit, so you're just like eating uh-huh. um, chicken with the um, oh, what country were yeah. the 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 coastal Africans from? Uh, oh yeah, the Kenyan acrobats, uh, the group of five. Of Kenyan acrobats that I maybe I was just trying to get if you... I if I did uh, if I did think that then which I might have it's probably more of a cocky like twenty four year old version of myself that was like woo look at me hotshot circus guy in India or something <laughs> <laughs> which you know I think that version of myself has existed and probably you know thought things along those lines <laughs> well um. Yeah, do, do you want to say a couple words about your death, about how you want people to remember you by? Well, let me think. Mm. How about this? What would you say to me um, as I was dying? <laughs> as you were dying? Yeah. Whoa, what would I say to Matt? I don't know. I feel like it's tough because I I feel like I I'm not very good with words, so I would the the real power of the moment of being with you um as you were dying would just be the the presence and the 
the room, I feel like there'd be something palpable there and just, you know, I'm done. I'm I just died. you missed your chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Not, not knowing how you felt. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. All right, I guess the next thing is I need to, to practice my <laughs> my words. No, that, I'm gonna get ready. Well, then I have to start. <laughs> you spoke the truth. Um, there, there are words are overrated and they're seductively simple. Um, mm-hmm. And this podcast is a lie, but it's you know words are like science or words are like democracy. They're they're not perfect, but they're the best we can do. <laughs> mm, yeah, it's a good point. But uh, all right. cool. yeah. well, did you ever remember? Did you ever remember Virginia? Who was um, the lady around town in Iowa City? Uh, anyway, maybe you don't. But this wonderful old artist lady. I just remember running into her once when I was juggling, and uh, and she said, she just said, you know, words are good too. And then she she wandered off. <laughs> and I've always thought about that. Like, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful well, that's great. Um, well, that's that's all I need for the show. Um, right. So you can stop performing now. Um, Woo! Thank you for listening. That was my conversation with my friend Luther Bangert. I would say he's my best friend, but that would insult my other friends and also reinforce the false idea that love is situated on a hierarchy. If you have any questions, email me at youreulogymail at gmail.com. I wish you well. (laughs) 